It's time for Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair in West Reading. Got a question about your vehicle? Give us a call at 610-374-8800 or 888-401-0459. So let's get started with Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair. Here's Tom and Ashley. And welcome to Idle Talk with Tom and Ashley. Hello. It is a wonderful Thursday night, Thursday afternoon, evening, whatever it is. And uh, thank you for joining us. We are going to be talking about something that's near and dear to our hearts today, and um, it's tires. We're going to be talking about tires. The only thing that touches the ground when you're in your car. These things are very, very important. However, I don't like buying tires either. I don't think anybody likes buying tires. Well, I thought the only thing you needed to know about tires was they were round, black, and they held air. Generally, yes, that's a good thing to know about tires. They do hold air. Sometimes they hold. Sometimes they get holes in them. <laughs> Look at holes in them on the sides, on at the bead. Oh, we have to talk about what the bead is too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so yep. Today is all about tires, and we will be taking your phone calls six ten three seven four eight eight zero zero. And our toll-free number, 888-401-0459. Uh, and give us a call. And any question does not necessarily have to be about tires. It could be about anything on your vehicle. Uh, but just give us a call, and we will do our best to stump Tom. That's our favorite thing to do. That's right. Ashley's like, I am going to start making a list of questions <laughs> to ask you on the air to <laughs> stump you. She goes, I, I just, I just want to stump you on the air. Well, you were stumped um, last week yes. when, which one was it? Um, uh, it was about the uh, RPMs. As the, you oh, driving. the RPMs. What was the... Yeah, <laughs> I, I know what it is on my truck. Yeah. Unfortunately, without driving uh, his Jeep, you got I to... wouldn't have known. No. But, you just have uh, to mess around with yeah, it. Yeah, but... you, you have to kind of drive at a couple different speeds to find out uh, what it does. Exactly. You know, where's the best spot? So jumping right into tires and what we know about tires, there was... A little bit of trivia to get started. 2.3 trillion, that would be with a T, trillion miles were put on tires in 2017. Now, that just tells us that we are a driving country. We're a country of drivers. We just Absolutely. love to go places, love to wear those tires out. I, I mean, love going on road trips. Road trips are so good. Last time we went on a road trip, we went to... Vermont. Yep. Burlington, Vermont. Burlington, Vermont. That was really nice. It was a really nice drive. It was an easy drive, too. So, um, and so 2.3 million trillion miles put on tires in 2017. And there's multiple different types of tires. Absolutely. You have, you have, depends on what weather conditions you're driving around in. Right. You know, you need some specialty tires. Well, you don't, I guess the regular person isn't going to need a specialty tire. I, Around here, usually a good all-season tire mm -hmm. will do most of what you need it to do. Mm -hmm. It'll get you through the rain, the snow, um, be good in the summertime mm -hmm. and all that. But, uh, you know, there there are a bunch of different tires out there. And some people do like to switch over their tires from a summer or all-season to a winter tire. Mm -hmm. And, <clears throat> excuse me, um, 
doing that is is not necessarily a bad idea, but um, we always suggest to do that, do the winter tires, like, before the winter shows up. So, like, well, you know, we could get... Not a day before the storm. (laughs) (laughs) Not a day before, like, okay, and snow is coming tomorrow. (laughs) No, get get those suckers on at least at the end of October if you're really going to switch them over because, you know, what, last year we got that snowstorm. Yeah, we had that freak snowstorm, I believe it was in October. It was... It was like October 16th. Yeah, it was real and, early. Yeah, and everyone thought, oh, it's just going to melt, just going to melt. I and did too. Yeah, we, yeah, we had a pretty good, uh, we had a pretty good conversation about that out in the parking lot at, uh, at the shop. Yeah, um, I wasn't ready for snow. I don't think anybody was ready for snow because it took me, I remember it took me um, two hours to get home. Mm. Because there's just gridlock, yep. and you know nobody was prepared. PennDOT wasn't prepared, and yep. I'm sure a lot of people were just like, "Oh my gosh, I mm-hmm. have to get home." I don't know. Anyway, yeah, so and it's October. You're not. You're thinking, "Well, the snow's not going to be coming down yet. I have some time, right. to, You know, and get, the ground's going to be relatively warm, so yeah, I don't have it'll, to... it'll all melt. Yep. There's no big deal. Nope. So you know, they uh, everybody kind of put off buying tires yeah. until that happened, mm-hmm. and then they were like, "Oh gosh, mm-hmm. I can't go anywhere." Mm-hmm. So, um, so for the winter tires are definitely more effective than all season tires because they have deeper, they have deeper grooves, grooves. and sipes. Sipes. The, the little, the Wait, little grooves. What? The what's a sipe? Gro- a sipe is a little tiny groove oh. that's cut in the tire. So when okay. you look at a tire, um, you'll see like on a winter tire, a lot of times they'll have like the blocks of tread there mm-hmm. and then you'll see like these little squiggly lines through it. Okay. And those are the, actually the sipes. Okay. And what happens is when the tire starts to turn, they flex a little bit and they give extra surface area, extra like biting surface area. Okay. To get traction, to get it going. Okay. Get the car going. So if you had a solid block of rubber there, it wouldn't flex as much, and it wouldn't give you okay. as much like surface area mm-hmm. for it to grip. Mm-hmm. You would just have that big block that would be your, your grip. Mm-hmm. So with the little sipes and the little cuts in it, that actually allows the, that block to flex a little bit, and mm-hmm. it gives it some extra biting surfaces okay. to kind of get a hold of that snow or that loose gravel or anything like that and and be able to get the car moving and it also helps when you stop too because they flex a little bit and give a little bit of extra bite on the surface with that too we're talking about like microscopic extra so all that the tiny those tiny that tiny extra area Mm -hmm. does actually affect Oh yeah, the the grip and the stop. Yep. If if you looked at uh, like a specialty tire, like a, a drag racing tire, mm-hmm. you won't see any of those little sipes on there, because they actually make the rubber softer to be able to grip to, more. So there's more sur- r- mm-hmm. surface hitting the surface. Yep. And they're touching. not. Yeah, and they're not as worried about tire wear. No, they're not. <laughs> no. They're, they just want to get down the track. Yep. They want it to hold together to go down the track. Mm-hmm. Where yeah, you know, when you're when you're making a tire for the street, you want it to last a little longer. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, if tires wore out every fifteen thousand miles, what a nightmare! You know, everybody. Well, they would, would be, be really cheap too. Exactly, <laughs> they would have to be a lot They'd cheaper have than to they be are. Cheap, you yeah. Know, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be like these ones that you're seeing now with right. fifty, sixty. Yeah, I saw some the other day with a ninety thousand mile tread wear warranty. Wow. Yeah. 
that's a that's, that's a, lot a long of miles. Time. Yeah. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I would. <laughs> See, that's the thing about tires for me is like I would much rather not run a tire down to it down to the wear bars mm -hmm. because I get scared. Honestly, I oh, complete yeah. get completely scared when a tire gets too. It, it it feels to me it gets squirrely, like the car mm -hmm. doesn't handle the same way and that kind well, of thing. Well, yeah, it, it doesn't. It won't funnel like in the rain. It won't mm -hmm. funnel the the water out at all, mm -hmm. and it just kind of pulls over the t underneath the tire, and and that's what happens when uh, it's how hydroplaning happens. Right, it builds that water up between the road and the tire. And then the tire doesn't touch the road anymore. Mm -hmm. And I scared the life out of myself one time. I hydroplaned, and it was but it was a dry day, and I was going up a hill, and there was a there's just uh, water coming down. It was just coming mm -hmm. out of a spring, and I wasn't paying attention, and I hit that water. Oh man, 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 did I get scared! Mm -hmm. All I was oh, yeah. all over the place, and then I got back to the to the dry pavement and. It was, was yeah you know, traction again, but yeah. I scared the, the oh, yeah. life out of myself. So um, yeah, so when we come back, we're gonna take a really quick break, and uh, we're gonna talk about um, winter tires and all-terrain tires. And I did want to mention about studded snow tires because oh, I don't haven't seen many of those around. Well, I while. heard I heard a set the other day going down uh, the road, so okay. I was really kind of surprised. And we will take a call after the break, and we'll be right back. Thank you. And now let's get back to Tom and Ashley with Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair. And we're back. Ashley and Tom from King's Auto Repair. 8.30 a.m. W.E.U. 11.60 a.m. W.B.Y.N. I'm so glad you remember to do that. <laughs> and we're actually King's Auto Repair, 732 Penn Avenue, West Reading, 610-376-3892 uh, is our our home base. Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to take a call from Russell in West Reading, uh, has a question about car purchase assistance. Hello, Russell. Yes, hi. Uh, I wanted to ask, uh, how are you guys, because uh, I had heard you on the radio mm -hmm. uh, before the show started, I wanted to ask, uh, how are you guys able to assist in buying a used car? If a, I, you know, if, what, yep. what can you do? That's an excellent question. I'll leave that to, I'll send that over to Tom. So we did one the other day for a gentleman. Uh, he was purchasing it from a local dealer. And what we do is we'll take him for a drive. We listen for any kind of odd noises or anything like that that doesn't sound right or sounds out of place and we bring them in and we go over everything we dig around in the trunk to make sure that it wasn't in a flood because um, sometimes uh, if you don't report it to insurance uh, the like you won't find it on a car fax or right, anything like reported. that mm -hmm. and minor accidents don't get reported to car fax either so the only major ones um so this car we had in, actually, we went over it, and we snapped pictures of it, too. So if you're not there, we actually do a report that we take pictures of it and actually present you with those pictures. Mm -hmm. Or we can send them an email or text them to your smartphone, mm -hmm. and you can look at them from there. And this car that we had brought in, it actually had damage underneath of it that somebody oh, went, yeah, somebody went and... And did a really bad job patching, patching it. And, and so as we went over it, we found it was either in an accident and it was smashed there, or it had a rust hole in it. Mm -hmm. So, 
but what what Tom's talking about is called a used vehicle inspection, and we can do that before you purchase the vehicle, and um, it, it's it's pretty comprehensive. We look at it for everything to, from safety inspection items to if it had if it was in an accident, um, like if it needs just it maintenance. Need, yeah, too. if it needs maintenance, we look at that. You know, we always try to give the best um, best evaluation of the vehicle. You know, and we don't say buy this or don't buy this. We just present you with the evidence and you can make the decision mm-hmm. on your own um, if you were yeah. interested in buying it. But the most important thing that you have to remember, Russell, is when you tell someone, either if it's a private individual or if it's a car lot or a used car dealer or even a dealer, you if you say, I would like my mechanic to look at this, they have to say yes. They By law, they, they must... They sh- they have to allow you to do that. Now, they can come with you, come with the car. They can give you the car. They can put a dealer plate on it. You can drive it over here. They can drive it over here. Whatever the case is, you are permitted by law to have another set of eyes to look at that vehicle. Okay. All right. What are you looking? Are you looking at anything specific? Uh, not really. I, I just... Um... I'm just thinking that I'm going to be in the market soon, and mm-hmm. uh, I was just wondering, you know, what help could I actually receive? You yep, know? absolutely. Yeah. Yep, just I, it, it's a it's it's worth it because it, as so over over the summer, one of our really good people that comes in, his daughter was in an accident with her car, and he was mm-hmm. looking for another low cost car to replace it. And in his price range, he was like, I don't want to buy somebody else's headache. Mm-hmm. It was right. his big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he would bring these cars in, and we would check a couple couple points on them. And a lot of them he brought in, they had a lot of rust issues. Mm-hmm. Especially because they were like a 10-year-plus car. Yeah, because they were all over 10 years old, mm-hmm. and they had a lot of rust issues. Mm-hmm. So we went digging around looking for issues like that. Um, cause we see very many times people buy a car and it's really rusty underneath, but you don't and realize you it. Don't, yeah. The paint looks good on the outside. It drives nice and, and everything looks great. And as soon as you put it up in the air and you can walk underneath and look at it, you see the hole underneath is just nothing but rust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? so, and rust is a car killer cause we're in the rust belt. We're in the salt belt. So yeah. The biggest thing to that's going to kill a car is is rust. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. So, um, and, and yeah, so we can definitely help you. Yeah, and if you if you want, you can also use what we do as a bargaining chip too. It's true. You know, mm-hmm. if you really want that car, mm-hmm. uh, you can take that report back to the person and say, "Hey, I really really like this car, but it's going to cost me this much to fix it. Would you be willing to take that much off the price?" Right. Right. Yeah. So it's uh, good. What does that normally cost, or it just right vary? around right around sixty bucks? Yeah, I think it's mm-hmm. in the f- between fifty and sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, that's fair. Excellent. It's excellent uh, car purchasing insurance, is what I call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to make sure we're not not making a, a you know a bad choice because you know it could look good, drive good, and next thing you know it's. I mean, we don't have a crystal ball, but to see yeah. like you know, but we but based on our knowledge, based on the things mm-hmm. that we see, we know that you know this would or would not be a good buy for you, and that kind of thing. So yeah, all well, right. Oh, uh, that's good to know. I'm going to keep that in mind. Excellent. Thank you so much for the call, Russell. Right. I appreciate Thank that. You, Russell. Okay. Have a good all night. Right. Thanks. Sure all thing. Right. Bye bye. 
So, okay, getting back to tires. So we're talking about, I actually, I wanted to mention to Tom that I did hear, and people are like, how did you hear a set of tires going down the street? Once you hear a set, a set of snutted, a snutted, 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 no tires, studded snow tires, because they make that weird, like, it's I, it's like, it's like, like a clicking sound. Yeah, but it's like really fast. But yeah. I, I heard one going down the street uh-huh. when I was coming out from my car, so... Um, describe what a studded snow tire is. Well, the studded snow tire actually has a spot that they can put a metal uh, stud. Stud. Metal stud, essentially. Is it rounded? Uh, it is round. It usually okay. has like a like a kind of bulbous end that okay. will make it stick in the tire okay. so it doesn't pull out real easy. Okay. But it, it's essentially a little spike okay. that they put in there, and it helps with ice traction is what it helps mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and because no no tire. Yeah, I don't no, care, no, I don't care how good I don't, it is. No matter how <laughs> good the tire is, no matter how good it is, it's not going to grip on ice. True, um, exactly. Nothing uh, will grip not, on ice. Yes. Um, the studded snows will help, mm-hmm. but they are not the solve-all. No. Um, chains also help, mm-hmm. but they are also not the solve-all for it. Ice is, ice is really dangerous. Yeah. And it... You need a sleigh. Exactly. Yeah. So you need a horse. <laughs> <laughs> need a horse. Horse with, and with with like spikes on spikes. its hooves, you know, and <laughs> that then it work. can get around. Yeah. So I know you have to take the studded snow tires off by a certain time. Can you only put tax the... day? Oh, they have to be off by tax day. They have day. to be off by tax April 14th, day. Fifteenth, and they can only be put on. I don't have no idea. November fifteenth. Oh, okay, okay. November fifteenth well, you know, to April fifteenth. It's funny because I just heard it heard them this week. They yep. must have been yep. like like the day that, exactly. it, that they could put it on because That's it was probably, sometime this week. Yeah, and if if you run them after April and before November, you can actually get a ticket from a police officer. From, yeah, for and it. it's not like you can hide those things because no, you can hear that you can really really, really hear easily. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Totally hear them really easily. So okay, so then there's uh, summer tires. Uh, no one, I mean, I runs, I have run, I do run summer tires on my Fiesta mm-hmm. because I have my winter, my rusty win- winter vehicle. Yes, he is rusty and that is his name. Um, but, uh, not a whole lot of people run summer tires if they're just, if it's a, if it's no, a daily. No, so. a, l- a lot of stuff around here, uh, everybody runs a good all season, mm-hmm. uh, which has, which is a great combination between, uh, a summer tire and a, and a snow tire. Uh, but. but so in California. Like Southern California, is anyone going to run all, all no. season? They run. Well, they... No, they'll probably run in all season. You think? Yeah. Okay. It, it still rains. It helps with rain traction. Oh, okay, you're helps right. With, okay, but it doesn't rain often. No. But it still rains there's occasionally. A, there's a song that's going through my head right yeah. now. <laughs> Raining in Southern California. <laughs> so we have two uh, two calls. Uh, we're going to take Donald about oil filters. Hello, Donald. Yes. Hi. 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 What do you know about oil filters and oil? I mean, are the more expensive ones worth it? Yes. They are. <laughs> Short answer, well, yes. Well, it depends. <laughs> I'm gonna throw a monkey I mean, I, re- I, I'm gonna throw a monkey wrench into it. Go ahead, Donald. What? I have always been under the assumption oil gets dirty, it, it doesn't uh, wear out. The w- wait, the oil doesn't wear out? Right. No it, it does. It just gets dirty. Well, well it, it will well, lose its viscosity. Okay. So 
the we were just my oil guy was in today. My my oil guy was in today. He loves us. Yes, he he does. And we were talking about this. And where the problem actually comes in is with the uh, your filter will actually get clogged up before the oil goes bad. Mm-hmm. So the higher line filters will actually last longer, but once they get clogged, any filter gets clogged, it will not filter that oil anymore, and it just carries the dirt that get that it builds up in there, around in there. So that's really why we change the oil more often. There are some synthetics out there that will go 20,000 miles, but they just all of a sudden, they'll just stop. They'll stop working. Yeah, they'll stop working. So you don't want to get to that point. But I mean, but I thought oil does lose its viscosity. It does yeah. over time. The new synthetics are better. Yeah. Um, but when they go bad, they it it drops off a cliff. Okay. Like what it can lubricate. So, um, so but like your regular old oil, mm-hmm. that used to slowly go bad. Now the synthetic, and it would just kind of be like a, a decline, like a, a downward plane kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And it would just slowly degrade, and that's how you got... It would sludge up. Mm-hmm. Now with the synthetics, they don't sludge up. Mm-hmm. They just all of a sudden stop lubricating. Okay. Well, I know that um, I know that uh, with the oil filters, a lot of the... Donald, are you still with us? No. no. Lost you. Sorry, Lost Donald. You. I lost but, both, both calls. Okay, so we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. 610-374-8800. Give us a call. We're talking about tires and cars. We're back with more Idle Talk with Tom and Ashley from King's Auto Repair. Welcome back to Idle Talk. <laughs> we, we're chatting during the commercial break here, and we're like, oh, we're coming back. We'll come back. You go. And then I'm like, you go, you go, you go, you go. No, 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 Wait, you, oh. you, you. Okay. And anyway. And we're Welcome back. back to Idle Talk. Tom and Ashley. On 8.30 a.m. W-E-E-U. And? 11.60 W-B-Y-N. We need to get it together. Oh, my goodness. No, it makes it more fun this way. Okay. You guys, you guys are fine. Trust me. Thank you. We're having more fun this way. Okay. Ashley's trying to be professional and I'm messing it all up. Well, I, you know, it's funny because I listened to, I listened to our, uh, rec- our show from last week and I was mm-hmm. like, I need to get it together because I didn't, I didn't like my performance last week. So I'm trying really hard to be like really professional and kind of keeping it together and not being so punny. <laughs> I, yeah. I've been waiting for a pun this show. I will <laughs> I, say I, no. I'm trying. I'm, well, I'm, okay. I'm trying, okay. but I'm not. So we actually take this radio show and repurpose it into a podcast mm-hmm. for uh, people that can't listen live. So um, we've put the podcast out. I got it out on uh, Pod, Podbean. Podbean right now, and it is on iTunes. And uh, so we kind of repurposed it, and I write the descriptions, and for last week's, I did write a description about how many puns Ashley made, and I think that <laughs> is why... Full of them. That's, <laughs> I think that's why she's uh, trying to avoid it, because she doesn't want me to embarrass her again like that. Well, you know, I don't mind being embarrassed, because that's kind of like, it's my shtick, you know, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> it's fine, whatever. But, you know, it's, yeah. I'm still trying to be, like, <clears throat> a little bit more polished. Oh, but, okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's keep on talking about tires. But we were talking to Donald about um, oil, and, oil filters. and filters. Yeah. But I, the one thing that that I don't think people realize with the oil filter is the, they can be really tiny, like little, yeah. like consider like this the mm-hmm. half the size of a of a like a soda can, mm-hmm. and that's going to filter how many quarts of oil? 
well, a lot of these new cars only hold like four quarts of oil. Yeah. Some some hold four, others hold like eight, nine, ten quarts. And how big it, but how much bigger is that is that can? Um it's not the size of the can that the filter's in. A lot of times the they they make the filter a different physical size, like the the housing that it's mm-hmm. in will be a lot larger than what the actual filter is inside. Ooh. And they'll actually have all the same size filters inside of them, but you can't see it. Now the so the, the guts are the same, but the can is bigger. Yes, different. Yes, doesn't make any sense. But okay. no, it doesn't. It makes no sense whatsoever. But go ahead. But on a higher end oil filter, what you'll find when you open it up, all these filters have pleats in them, mm-hmm. and in the more expensive ones, you will find more pleats, which is more surface area to catch. The those, dirt. The, that dirt. Mm-hmm. So you'll see in a lot of your high-end filters will have a lot more filter packed in there, but it'll be the same physical size, okay. like externally I and know, internally. I know that there's a YouTube video out there about that. Yes. A guy did, a guy, and we there's should put that guy, up on our yep, Facebook page. We will. Um, the I think the YouTube page is Project Farm. He does a lot of stuff, okay. and he, he does a lot of, digs really digs into that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you're really interested in filters, and I mean, we can all, and, be, we can that, all be nerds, yeah. and we don't have to tell everybody we're nerds. I'm a nerd, it's fine, but if you really want to be a nerd and not tell anybody, you can go out, we'll post mm-hmm. that, that video out, out on our um, Idle Talk Facebook page, and you can watch a video about yep. uh, uh, oil we'll filters. Because, I mean, the, an oil filter can be as big as a, like for a diesel pickup, it's... Um, huge yeah it's i mean it's big. like a two liter two liter bottle yeah. that's that kind of yeah. size yeah but down for like a little like my little fiesta which is like a one point what am i 1.8 in my fiesta 1.6 yeah it's a it's a half a size of a of a, a coke can it's like smaller than a coffee cup yeah. so you know but so there's just so many different types of filters out there so but always yeah of a, course, be- a better filter will last longer will last longer and, and, and the synthetic oil will, will last longer but the other thing that if you're going to drive these newer cars, those longer distances, you have to check the oil. Yes. The newer cars do burn oil. And they put out specifications for it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them can be one quart every thousand miles. And if it's a five quart engine? <laughs> in in 5,000 miles, there yep. will be no oil in it. Right. Yeah. So. And there are some out there that say that you can burn up to a quart every 600 miles. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, you have to watch. Just just pay attention. And, you know, if if anyone out there doesn't know how to check the oil, if you're close by, stop by. We will show you. It is yep. not a big deal. And don't be embarrassed by anything like that. Yep. Of course, you can check YouTube. There's plenty of videos out there how to check, properly check your oil. Yep. But if you're local and you want to know, I don't care who you are. Yeah. or what age you are, or what gender you are, come out. We will yep. always show you how to check your oil because it is so, so important because checking your oil is a lot less expensive than buying a motor. Exactly. Or a new car. Or a new car. Yeah. So Yeah, that usually happens. Usually yeah. uh, you don't check the oil and the motor goes, and these and new motors are very expensive. Sensitive, sensitive and expensive. Yeah. So, and I will tattle on myself. Um, my Rusty mm-hmm. needed an oil change, and I went out to my guys, and I'm like, oh, how's my... Uh, How's my rusty? And they're like, I got crick. I got this. I'm like, was it low in oil? And they're like, it wasn't on the dipstick. <gasps> oh, Ashley, you jerk. So mm-hmm. I need to, I need to pay mm-hmm. more attention. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about tires. Getting back to tires. <laughs> so the 
we're talking about maintenance and taking care of things. Taking care of your tires is just as important as taking care of the rest of your car. So we always want to make sure, sure that they're fully inflated or inflated properly. Inflated properly. And should, so, I, should yeah. I ask you the trivia question? Well, yeah, because I asked you the other day. <laughs> last last when week. When I wrote it. When you wrote it, where the... So yeah. the... Go ahead. So I asked Ashley, where do you find the actual proper tire pressure for your car? And I and I knew, I knew. I raised my hand. I said, I know, I know, I know. It's actually on the inside of the... You open the driver's door, and it's on the body of the door. So not not the door itself, but it's on the body of the inside of the door jam. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has the proper tire inflation. Does it have a range or it has no, a... It, it tells, does not. It tells you... The an, exact an, pressure. Yep, tells okay. the exact pressure. They will have a uh, sticker there that will say... And this is on... I think they this sticker came about as a government mandate, probably in Early the mid 2000s? yeah mid two thousands, okay. so probably two thousand five somewhere around there, that the government required that they put this sticker on the car. Right. So it'll have the tire size, and it'll tell you what the best tire pressure is for your car. And I know a lot of people, you know, you you go out and you look at the side of the tire, and it says forty four psi. Well, if you inflate it to 44 PSI, That's it will actually make it a really, really hard ride. Mm-hmm. And it may wear the center of the tire out before it wears the outside edges out. Right. So what the manufacturers do is they look at what tire pressure is the best for the tire wear on your car. And they will put it in the door jam. Mm-hmm. But if you if you overinflate the tire, it does it multiple things for the vehicle for the the actual the ride of the vehicle mm-hmm. itself. It makes it a really hard ride. Oh yeah, and it noisy. Yes, and, and well, and you get better fuel mileage for like a little bit until it wears the center of the tire out and the rest of the tire is touching. Right. So because so but if, it's only for a little bit. Yeah. So if you and then if you underinflate your tire, then you have a, a softer ride, but you're you're wearing the tire. You should. It wears the tires on. It wears the tires on the outside edges instead of the center. Right. And it also creates more drag because you're trying to drive an uninflated tire that doesn't roll quite right down the road. Well, if if anyone has so, ever tried to push a wheelbarrow that's yes. fully loaded that has a soft tire, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you try to push a loaded wheelbarrow and as soon as you inflate that tire to the pressure that they call for, goes great. It goes great. Mm-hmm. It goes nice and easy. So, uh, you know, the the having the correct tire pressure does mean a lot for fuel economy, which we talked about last week. Yep. And tire wear. So I have a note here, properly inflating your tires can save you as much as 11 cents per gallon of fuel, yet only 19% of consumers properly inflate their tires, so which means four out of five consumers are wasting money because of underinflated tires. People, let's not waste money here. So, okay. So we're going to take a really quick break. We will be back. Give us a call, 610-374-8800, and we'll see you in a little bit. And now let's get back to Tom and Ashley with Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair. Hi, we're back. Ashley and Tom, Idle Talk, King's Auto Repair. Where address, our address is 732 Penn Avenue, West Reading. Phone number 610-376-3892. And we are taking your calls. And we're also talking about tires. But George in Pottstown has a question about changing computer chips on newer cars. George, are you there? 
Yes, I am. What's, Hello. Hi, what's going on? Hello. Um, well, um, I own a, uh, a 1994 Chevy uh, Silverado pickup with a 6.5-liter turbo diesel. Okay. And I saw a video on YouTube on how to supposedly bomb-proof it. Yes. And I did most of what's in there, but uh, they also talked about that you could change out uh, one of the chip in the computer to get better gas mileage with it. And I haven't done that yet because I'm getting much better gas mileage now than I did the other mm-hmm. things that they uh, suggested. But I also have a 2006 um, um, Chevy uh, um, Equinox okay. that doesn't get as good a mileage as what the you know, EPA says it mm-hmm. should. And I was wondering if I could change the chip out in that because it's got tons of power, more than, you know, uh, uh, it really needs to be uh, safe to drive. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if there were aftermarket chips available for that to be able to uh, increase the gas mileage. That is a good question. Um, I would imagine there is. Um, I am going to dig a little bit here. I have my computer with me. Tom just and got I don't stumped. Have to, yeah, he just stumped me. <laughs> you, get, you get a prize, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm going to imagine that there's a company called SCT that probably makes a uh, handheld programmer for that. Oh, you can you can actually yep. uh, change the uh, programming on the chip. Uh, yes, uh, like remotely rather than change out the entire so, chip. Okay, so, would you would you like to tell your story about you? Um, about, not, no, not, not yet. Okay. <laughs> um, so, th- this company, what they do is they write a bunch of different programs for uh, different cars, and you can order it on. Usually, a lot of these places have it online. Um, you can order one of these programmers, as they'll call them. And you can plug it in at home and put in the information that they have already set in there. You pick out which pieces of it you want, and you can program your car at home with this. You don't have to switch anything out. It just plugs wow. plugs into the diagnostic port oh, in, the, in the car. So, I did not know that. So yeah. that works on a lot of the newer cars. Would um, it work on his on a, the Chevy diesel? No, not old. on. Yeah, the, okay. that one you won't. That probably has one that you have to open up the computer, and they make a chip that kind of slides in the back of it. They'll call it a piggyback chip. Okay. So. Um, yeah, I, they, mm-hmm. they list that and tell you where to find it and everything. Yep, yep. But I looked, I looked to see if there was anything like that I could do for my Equinox, and I can't find anything on the internet. You know that uh, um, is a chip that you can replace. But I didn't think to look for an actual uh, uh, like attachment to be able to program. Would you be able or willing to do something like that? Yeah, let me dig around here and see what I can find. Yeah, um, Tom's going to be doing a little bit of sleuthing here. So yeah, but uh, I didn't mean to make more. Work. No, 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 this no. is this I is fan- something against the wall and see if it's stuck. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> hey, right. Hey, that's <laughs> why we're here. Yeah, we're no, here to help. <laughs> t- uh, Tom actually put one of the those um, S. What are SCT. the SCT uh, programmers on his diesel? He has a 2003 F250, and um, it it goes like stink now, but because that's I wondered why you know wondered if you could do it on your the older Silverado, but it's probably um, a little bit too old to to do something like that. Um, but it's uh, I the diesel I it it's nice to drive, but it's so much nicer with with the the chip in it and and with well, the programming I should say. So um, it's really a really nice 
nice thing to do. And he, I don't know, do you get better gas mileage on that? I, I do get better gas okay. mileage. Um, it gives it a little more power and you don't have to press on the gas as hard. And what, you know what, what we'll do, George, is are you on the Facebook no, but my wife is. Okay. So we'll we'll put a, a res- response to that on our Facebook page. Um, Tommy will do a bit of... On the b- Idle Talk page. On the Idle Talk Facebook page. And, I'll um, look for that then. Yeah. And then uh, we'll just... It's a 2006 Chevy uh, Equinox, and you're wondering if we can do... You can do a programmer yeah. or any kind or, of chip. Or uh, call the shop with your phone number. Yeah. Or, or, okay. Yeah. Do you have the shop's phone number? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, uh, yeah. I, I really enjoy your show, and um, I'll be calling as I think of uh, more uh, things to uh, <laughs> awesome. throw at you. I see. Hey, right. That's Thank great. You so much. We Thank appreciate you. that, George. All right. Thank you so much. All right, that was a, that's an excellent question. Yeah, and yeah. some I, some are hard to find. How late? Because he had the he had a ninety five um, Silverado. Ninety six is okay. when they changed everything, and they and the government mandated that everybody had to use the same connector. Okay, and they have to have okay. access to the same information. Okay, but it wasn't till years later that you couldn't that you could actually do programming with these chips. Okay. I, I um, wasn't sure what the cutoff was. Yeah. They actually started putting more high-tech computers in them mm-hmm. in the early 2000s. Okay. That's when a lot of it started happening, okay. that you could just do these handheld programmers. Okay. All right. We're going to talk to Jim in Reading about snow tires. Jim, are you there? Hello. Hi, Jim. Hello. How are you? Good. Thank you for Hi. waiting. Yeah, that's right. I, I called earlier, but then I lost signal. Yeah, oh. yeah. The both you and the gentleman that we were speaking to, speaking to, both dropped off. So sorry about that. So that's what right. can we do no, for you? <laughs> you had made a comment about all seasons being a happy medium, and I just, I just would like to take the people that came up with the name "all seasons." Like, <laughs> well, they're they're absolutely not a happy medium. Um, I, I, I love winter, but I hate winter because every winter I bring four sets of snow tires down, put them on all my cars, and every spring <laughs> I take, swap them back out. Yes. And, um, I mean, and then the other thing is you were saying about about studded tires being the only good tire on ice. And, mm-hmm. I mean, we own we own two Subarus, and I, I got to say, if you put a set of snow th- a good set of snow tires on a Subaru, you can, you, you can get anywhere. You can literally launch that thing on ice. Absolutely. Yes. I, yeah. We do we do a charity drive every year with um, for uh, with Subaru for Make a Wish Foundation. And last year winter, uh, we always go with Martin Luther King weekend. And last year we okay. were up on a frozen lake. We were actually ice racing with them. <laughs> That's awesome. And with a set of uh, hand cooked uh, winter ice steps, and uh. my buddy had um, the uh, General Arctamax. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. you could take the car to three thousand RPM, sidestep the clutch, and it would just pull out. <laughs> tremendous. All kinds of fun. Absolutely tremendous. You know, you say about those hand kooks, and we had a loaner car, a Subaru loaner car that I had those on, and I, I drove that, that. I drove that around in the in the winter time, and it was awesome. I had a set of snow tires that I kept on my Dodge. You would switch. I had a Dodge Avenger. I had a, a set of snows that he would, that Tom would put on the back during the summer, mm-hmm. and then just swip, swip, put them up to the front for the winter. They were great. They were just yeah. generals. They were general. Oh. I don't know what they were. All my cars, whether they're front-wheel drive or all-wheel drive, get four snow tires on. And um, good. I have a Volkswagen Jetta station wagon, and I just got a set of Cooper Evolutions. I'm mm, going to try them mm-hmm. this winter and see what they're like. Because the only thing I, like, the, 
with the Subaru, you can run a set of snow tires down to like five thirty seconds, yeah. and they're still they're still good. But on a front wheel drive, I find that if you go much below eight thirty seconds, you might as well toss them because you just That's... you just don't get the traction on a front wheel drive. You're, you are true. a man after my own heart. I'll tell you yeah. what, my my tires get to five thirty seconds. I'm like, get rid of these things because they they scare me, and it just it can be any any tire. And yeah. Tommy's like, there's still some meat on these. I'm like, no no oh. no no oh. no. She... <laughs> well. My, my wife and I both have jobs where we have to be we have to be able to go no matter what yep. the weather. Yeah, and we both. My wife's got a Subaru WRX, so nice. you know we drive a little faster than we should probably. Uh, so I hear you. I have to take chances <laughs> on tires. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and you are someone who appreciates appreciates yeah. a good tire, and and I appreciate that because so often people are like, "Oh, I don't want to buy tires." I'm like, "Man, it's coming into winter." Yeah, you know, pay attention to what's going on here. You got to be able to get to and fro. So I'm, I appreciate your your zeal and your zest for tires, yeah. and I love it. And, Thank you. And, and and cheap tires don't get you anywhere. I mean, no. I, I have customers that come Mm-mm. to my shop and they want to put cheap tires on. I'm like, you know what? Then don't waste your time spending the money because you almost like yeah. tires, you, you get exactly what you pay for. You almost don't want to, them to spend the money on the tire that that's that. Yeah. You're just like, okay, fine, I'll yeah. put them on, but. Yeah. We'll be talking in another year, so yeah. I will. I, I'd rather not sell you a tire. I'd rather just have you go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Amen. I, I think the I same way. Can't disagree <laughs> with can't, that. Yeah. Can't disagree with that but, at all. You know, so yeah, it's yeah. good. Well, Jim, thank you so much for the call. It was wonderful. All right. Have a good night. Thanks all you right, too. Thank you. All right. I. I. You know. Okay. Oh, we have to go to break. Sorry. <laughs> I got all excited about someone who's I, passionate about yeah. tires like me. Okay, so we'll take a break. Uh, give us a call, 610-374-8800. We'll see you in a little bit. We're back with more Idle Talk with Tom and Ashley from King's Auto Repair. And we're back. This is Ashley and Tom. Hello. <laughs> King's Auto Repair. And uh, we're on Idle Talk with uh, Ashley and Tom. Uh, we are taking your call. Noel's laughing at me again. Uh <laughs> I told him I'm still trying to get into the groove of this. It's all love. It's all love. I know. Right. I know. I'm still trying to like, (laughs) still trying to get in the groove of like introducing and all that kind of stuff. So please bear with me. Just love us as (laughs) as you can. Anyway, so Paul in Reading, where he has a question about the cost of rims and snow tires. Paul, are you with us? Yes, I am. And don't at all be embarrassed because um, I'm a guy who will stop and get directions, and I'm not embarrassed. And I'm also a guy that. uh, my father was a, was a wonderful man, and uh, but he didn't teach me a lot, just a little. That's okay. So, uh, my question is, okay. um, I have a 2015 um, Chevy Cruze LS. I drive about um, 1,500 miles a year, not much, and uh, just had it in for inspection, and it passed. They're the reg- I think they're the regular tires. I guess I should call and ask. Um, but what does it cost to put on, uh, you know, to buy a set of four um, w- winter tires and, um, you know, have rims? Isn't that cheaper than having to switch the tires on and off the rims each time? Um, in the long run, y- yes. But you drive, you said 1,500 miles per year? I- I know that sounds excessive, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that I'm not sure that that buying a second set of snow tires I, would really be honestly, advantageous for someone who drives uh, so yeah. little. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't. I would. I 
I'll tell you what I did with our Subaru loaner car. I Rest bought, its soul. Yes. I actually, <laughs> it, yeah. It got, I got, it got, I got murdered. Hit in, yeah, yeah. I got hit in the intersection, and, oh, and I, was, I, I was driving it. Luckily, I was driving it, not yeah. somebody else. Yeah. They, they ran a red light and hit me. So, But I witnessed it in the rearview mirror yeah. of the car that we were delivering. Thank so, God it wasn't the other car. Anyway. So what I did with that car, because I didn't want to buy a whole second set of tires, was I put the snows on them, and I ran them year-round. In the summertime, it didn't get as good a fuel mileage, but I was like, I just thought, you know what? I don't want to switch them on and off. Yeah. I so, mean, you, but you drive so so little so, that... I mean, it it's totally up to you what you'd want to do, but if it were me driving that far, I'd probably put a, a, a set of snow tires on it and leave them on. Yeah, just all year round. And just drive them year round. If you felt if you if you really felt com- com- uncomfortable with the standard tires that you had on. Now, I don't know what the price would be. You can always call the shop. We can work up some pricing for you, but um I I mean there's a myriad of um choices. So, in terms of the the wheel and, you know, the the tire and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. we really have to we, we'd really have to have a personal conversation about yeah, that. Yeah, cuz we just priced them for somebody else and uh he got a set of wheels and tires for his one car. And just the tires for the other one, because yeah. the wheels would have been, I think it would have added another six hundred dollars to the whole yeah. the whole package. So, so yeah. it was it was we kind of looked at how long they were going to last, to how many times we'd switch them on and off, and what the cost was. Right. And it, we figured it'll be cheaper in the long run just to switch them on and off every year. Yeah. For than okay. to have the for extra yeah. than to have the extra wheels. Yeah. Right. So. Um, You'd say probably for me with a little less mileage uh, that um, it would be better to put the winner on. Mm-hmm. And what's your number again? 610-376-3892. And you're open from midnight to midnight? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. That sounds worse. Yeah, <laughs> what are you, right. dairy? Are you dairy farmers like yeah, my right. grandfather? Well, <laughs> funny you say that. It's funny you say that because that's don't. how Tommy grew up. So, so okay. Well, thank oh, you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. We appreciate your call. And give us a call if you have at the shop and we can get it squared away for you. You don't melt customers, so that's wonderful. No. <laughs> no. No, we don't want to do that. No. So right. thank, thank you. you so thank much. You. So next week um, is going to be Thanksgiving. Living, yep. But we're going to be celebrating with our family, so we're going to do a pre-recorded show. So no, no call-ins next week. Unfortunately, yep. uh, we will be talking about warranties. Yep, near and dear to everybody's heart. That's right. And uh, and yeah, so uh, <laughs> we didn't we'll, get through all our material, well, yeah. so we're going to talk about tires so again sometime. If you're coming out to the parade on Saturday, oh, we'll yeah. see you there. We'll see you at the parade, and if get not, some candy, we'll catch us next week yep. right here, eight thirty a.m. WEU. Have a wonderful week. Thank you.